You are now listening. listening. You are now, you are now, you are now listening. You are now listening to a friendship divided podcast. Get your ears ready, ready, ready for one of the dopest sports podcasts. Friendship Divided Podcast Show, episode number 47. Episode number 47, guys. And uh, before we get this episode, well, before I get this episode 47, I want to thank everybody that have been following us, you know what I'm saying, from the beginning to right now. I appreciate you. We appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? You know, thank for y'all. We, we slowly, slowly but surely, slowly but surely, we're picking up our followers back again. You know what I'm saying? And to our lower followers, I apologize. I haven't been on the mic. Ooh, for almost it's it been it been close to about a month now. It been close to about a month. I apologize. I've been having uh real bad technical difficulties with the MacBook man. Uh oh my god, man, I wish my computer guy was still down here and he moved away from moved away. But uh I'm having a terrible, terrible experience with my MacBook man. What happened was I ain't gonna keep you I ain't gonna hold y'all on too long. I'm gonna get gonna go get a quick story and go get out of the way. My shift key fell off. And so since my shift key fell off, uh, my computer keeps going into safe mode for some odd reason. And so I have to keep restarting and rebooting it because it's not supposed to be. It's, it's going in safe mode because of the, it think the, key, the the shift key is being, being pressed. So, you know, if you constantly press the shift key, you know, it automatically puts the computer in safe mode. And I don't even understand why computers are even going to safe mode or not. I'm not big into computers like I was back in the day, but for some odd reason, it's going to keep going to safe mode. And I finally got it up and running. I said, man, since I got the, since I got the MacBook up and running, I had got it up and running one day earlier this week. I said, man, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and record a show. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and get one in. But like I said, guys, I appreciate you, man. Like I really do from the bottom of my heart, man, from from every, on everything I love, man. I, I really do appreciate y'all, you know, taking your time out y'all business schedule. You can be doing anything in the world. But you're here with your boy with a friendship about the podcast, you know what I'm saying? Uh, also, before I get into the show, shout out to my boy Trent. Shout out to my boy Trent. My boy, my nephew, AJ, finally made it home, you know what I'm saying? You know, I, I, I kind of didn't want to spill the beans, but, you know, you just can't hold in. it. With, with so much bad stuff going on in the world now, man, you just have to have some type of good news, man. But uh, I, I, I stated it earlier, and like I said, I wanted Trent to tell you guys, you know what I'm saying? But 
you know, like I said, I just want to get some type of good news, man. You know what I'm saying? With so much bad stuff going on in the world, but my brother, my friend, uh, co-host of Friendship Divider Podcast, Trent Jones and his wife, his beautiful wife, um, had a new addition. You know, they had a brought in a uh, baby boy, little Avery, little AJ. You know what I'm saying? Future uh, University of Alabama football player, running back. I'm calling it right now. Forget all that Auburn crap. <laughs> but yeah, uh, little Avery came to little Avery came to the world um, not too long, a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago. So uh, shout out to Trent and his wife. Like I said, man, you know, for finally uh, Avery finally came home um, a couple days ago. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, shout out to them, man. Major shout out to them, man. That's a beautiful thing. It's a blessing. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just outstanding, man. Especially you know when it's two people that that you know that I have been knowing for a long period of time. You know what I'm saying? To have some type of joy to come into their life like that, especially that firstborn child. You know what I'm saying? I know how it was with me and my wife with Lauren. So honestly, I know how y'all feel. So enjoy enjoy the moments. Enjoy the moments, man. I swear to they they never stop. They never stop happening. I promise you that they never stop happening. But uh, shout out to them, uh, like always. And uh, let's let's get back into the show, like like we always do. You can always follow us on Facebook, a friendship divided, uh, a friendship divided podcast on Facebook. Also on Instagram, uh, we ain't on Snapchat. <laughs> but uh, also, uh, you already know. But you can always catch us on uh, Apple Podcast apps. And for people that don't have Apple, you can catch us on SoundCloud. And that's about it. That's about it. Um, Let's see what I want to get into today. It's been so much stuff going on in the sports world. Been so much stuff been going on. While it's been, it's been a lot of stuff going on. It's been a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I'm gonna touch with my home team, and I think I'm gonna leave it at that. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I ain't gonna hold you guys up too long. You know, I've been trying to do short show, short shows since I've been doing this by myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm just you know in and out. You know, but uh, let's catch on. Let's 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 um. Let's let's do this. Let's do this. Let's let's, let's catch up with Bama. Let's catch up with Bama. We had the uh, game on the Central Part Two. We had LSU and uh, Bama. LSU came to town. They came to to Bama. Um, the expectations were kind of high for us, you know what I'm saying. But at the same time, uh, Tua was coming off an ankle injury, you know, with the tightrope procedure. So we didn't know what to expect out of Tua. We didn't know he was gonna be healthy or not. Me personally, I was kind of worried when he first came out there because when he came out to the field, he had a compression sock on, a compression sleeve on, and an and ankle brace on. So I was kind of worried, you know, so I just really kind of wanted to see how he take that first hit. Oh, we began the game on fire. We drove the ball down the field. I'm talking about, it was, I mean, it was beautiful. It was like, it was looking like we was getting ready to give LSU a long day. You know what I'm saying? So we drive, we drive down the field. Um, Tool has open space on the uh, on what was that? The right side of the field. He's had to take off with it on a bad wheel, on a bad ankle, and he fumbled the ball. And that kind of killed that first drive. That kind of really killed, and because we were, we had the momentum up until that point, and we just threw the threw the momentum away with with the fumble with, with Tool. And you know you can kind of tell early on, you know, he was just trying to get back into his rhythm, into he was trying to get back into. Being a tool, being a tool tiger longer, tiger longer that we all that we have been seeing for the past three years, you know what I'm saying? So it was an adjustment for him at the same time, you know what I'm saying? You know, but um, we never couldn't get into a a serious rhythm, you know what I'm saying? And then uh, Joe Burrow and the LSU uh, Tigers with the uh, running back, uh, 
Clyde, Clyde, I call him Clyde the Glide, you know what I'm saying, little baby Clyde, you know what I'm saying, he came in, I mean, he, everybody, everybody was getting shot, everybody was getting mad love to Joe Burrow, man, but from my standpoint, from what I saw, man, the star of that game, man, was, was, uh, was Clyde the Glide, you know what I'm saying, the little running back, little five, five, eight, five, nine running back, little bowling ball, little pinball, you know what I'm saying, that, that primarily was, I mean, he was just unstoppable on the field, man. Like, we couldn't do nothing with Lil' Cat, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was just dogging us, man, you know. And, you know, back back to back just back to the game in general, um, you know, I, I want to see that fumble that Tool had, the fumble that Tool had in the first, the, the first, the first drive he had, his, he kind of re-injured that ankle. Because I don't know if anybody caught it, but the ankle, he, he he twisted the ankle right there on that plate, on that on the fumble also. You know what I'm saying? And that right there, and you know, you know, everybody, everybody in sports, you know, that non-contact, that non-contact injury usually be the worst injuries of all, of all. You know what I'm saying? So I was, I was, I was, I was worried. You know what I'm saying? Coming back, you know what I'm saying? You know, like everybody was saying, you know, um, time will tell when it gets to the second half. You know what I'm saying? When you keep putting hits on, keep putting hits on, keep putting hits on. And I'm not gonna lie, they was getting the to tour. It was getting to him, man. And the defense was doing, the defense was doing as much as they can with what they had. You know what I'm saying? Because we've been derailed by injuries, which is no excuse. You know what I'm saying? But besides, like I tell everybody, besides the linebacker core, you got nothing but seniority out there on the field, man. You know what I'm saying? You don't have no young guys, no one else. No one else on that field, but except for the linebacker court, with the exception of Terrell Lewis and uh, and Janice. Besides them two, man, you know what I'm saying? You got nothing but seniority on the field, so it's no excuses for Bama to putting out a trash head defense the way they've been putting out there on the field. It just don't make no sense. It's just, it's it's it's, it's just dumbfounding to me. You know what I'm saying? Like this is like one, my opinion, like one of the worst Nick Saban defenses I ever have. Now I know Nick Saban defense rely heavy on the middle linebacker. You know what I'm saying? Because the middle linebacker is Nick Saban on the field. That's your head coach on the field right there, that middle linebacker. And it just, I don't know, man. It just, and then we we ran a lot of down, a lot of nickel, a lot of cover two, and they just ate that zone alive, man. I'm talking about over oh, that. Oh my goodness, man. I'm talking about. Joe Burrow was find all every wide open spot in that in that zone, man. And it just it was just so it was it was embarrassing. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm so used to as an Alabama fan of seeing a dominant defense. Like I was telling somebody, man, we hadn't had a we hadn't really filled a dominant defense in a while, man. You know what I'm saying? You look at I want I wanna say it had Vincent Kirby Smart, but you look at Jim Pruitt. Jim Pruitt. I mean, he had a he had a decent defense, but it wasn't great to the up to to the standards of of Alabama football. You know, if you if you could dig where I'm coming from with that, you know what I'm saying. But it at the same time, you know what I'm saying. Um, Tua came out, had a great game in my opinion. Everybody said, you know, say he don't show up in big games. In my opinion, Tua showed up. Tua had a good game on a bad wheel, on a bad ankle. Still produced 418 yards. You know what I'm saying with with the um, with the farm, even though he had a farm move, you know what I'm saying. I think he had, I, he may have threw an interception also in that game. Also, I think he did. I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure. Don't put me on, don't quote me on that. You know what I'm saying? That that game was so long ago. It seems like it was so long ago. You know what I'm saying? But you know, so don't quote me on that. You know what I'm saying? But I do remember he threw for like 418 yards, a couple touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? Smitty had a great game. You know what I'm saying? I mean, 
you know, I, I do feel if we were able to run that game back with a healthy tool, I think we would have we dominated LSU easily. You know what I'm saying? Because I was telling people before that game, I said, in order to beat LSU with a Bama team, the way that Bama team is playing, you have to score in every possession. That was my opinion. The key to the game, you have to score in every possession, and then you had to at least stop LSU three times, three times in each quarter. You know what I'm saying? So you score in every possession, stop LSU at least three times per quarter. You know what I'm saying? And don't turn the ball over. That's the only way I felt that you were going to be LSU. Um, our defense, especially in the fourth quarter, when we needed them to, when the game was reachable, we couldn't stop them for shit, man. Like every third down, you know what I'm saying? No. First down here, first down there, first down here. Every third down, we could not get the balls out of the field. I mean, it, was, it got to the point where, okay, ooh, let's get them down there, stop them, stop them, make them kick the field We couldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if our defense was just wild or what, but like I said, man, our defense has been playing terrible the whole entire year. You know, so I got to the argument with my cousin um, the other day when we were talking about Alabama defense. I was like, man, this is, this is, ter- this is like the worst defense we ever play, we, we, we ever feel. And like I said, you cannot blame it on youth, and you cannot blame it on three three guys that's hurt. You know what I'm saying? Because you got McMillan, Moses, and, and, and LeBron Ray that's hurt right now. You know what I'm saying? So you can't blame it on them. You know what I'm saying? Three three guys don't make the team. Three guys don't make a defense. No, 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 like I said, don't get me wrong. Yes, that middle linebacker position is important in a Nick Saban defense because that is your head coach on the field. He the one that looking at the offense, reading the offense, and he making the audibles every time the offense make an audible. When it's when it's time when it's time to make an audible, you, if you understand where I'm coming from, because we always had the type of defense. If the offense looked to the sideline, when Bama's on defense, if the offense looked to the sideline and they and they see what defense Bama has, what, what, what defense Bama is feeling on the field, the offense will make an audible, and we'll have the audacity to make an audible also. When the offense make a make a make a make a audible, that's how that just that that, 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 that in my opinion I've been saying the whole time. That's just how cocky Alabama defense is. You know what I'm saying? All right, you gonna make audible? We'll make audible too, goddamn. You know what I'm saying? We ain't gonna show our hand. You know what I'm saying? We gonna we ain't gonna show our hand. We ain't gonna throw a rock and hide our hand. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, with that being said, you know what I'm saying? Then we um, we took that L, and I take and I take that L. I take that L any day, any day, and um. With the hurt tool, I just didn't see us gaining a lot of traction to get back to the number four spot because the college playoff um, rankings came out and they pushed us to five, which is in a good spot. You know what I mean? The fifth spot is always a good spot. We always some some kind of way land. We never land below that sixth spot. We land between one and six. You know what I'm saying? So that fifth spot was a good landing spot. But in the back of your mind, it's always hit you that okay, we ain't playing championship weekend. You know what I'm saying? Why everybody, the top four teams, or the top four teams, and some teams up on us are playing, we sitting at home, you know what I'm saying, watching everybody else play. You know what I'm saying? So that's 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 kind of hard. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of hard for me to see. And Trent arguments all the time, like, you know, you can't have a money maker like, like Alabama sitting at home. Now, Trent, I agree with you to a certain extent, but you can't keep put, you can't keep putting Bama in the, in the college football playoff without them saying, okay, damn, well, they ain't even win the conference championship. They've been rested for a fucking whole entire month. And you gonna put them in the, in, in the college football playoff? So it's gonna either get to the point, and I always, I have I have been a big, big proponent of this, that 
we have to expand the playoff. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have this. We, we're gonna have to expand the playoff. Not only expand the playoff, we're gonna have to open up the schedule. And I know it will hurt the small schools for not playing, for not playing these bigger schools. You know what I'm saying? Because they use that money. They utilize that money to help, uh, to help stimulate their athletic programs. Also, you know, so I understand that. But at the same time, man, we're gonna have to cut cut all these small schools out. At least, at least two of them. Everybody have to add a power five. Mandatory add a power five. We have to eat at least, at least say, uh, at least have a each school, uh, each conference have an agreement with another conference where it, where it's where it um, it should. Uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? Logistic wise, it works. You know what I'm saying? Travel as far as like traveling. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, well. The SEC uh, puts a contract out with the ACC, you know what I'm saying? And we have to play two schools. We, we rotate it out, you know what I'm saying, for five years or for eight years. How many, how many schools in the East or the West? Let's rotate it out eight years. And let, when them eight years, you know what I'm saying, we playing two schools from the, AC, from the ACC. You know what I'm saying? Or we playing two schools from the Big 12. You know what I'm saying? Or two schools from the Big Big Twin, Big, Big 10. But it have to, it have to match. You know what I'm saying? Have the match as far as travel wise. You know what I'm saying? Cause at the same time, I, I know people. I know people uh, 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 bullshit, uh, bullshit me off when I say this. But at the same time, school does matter. You know what I'm saying? So you got to look at the, at the at the kids also, cause they still student athletes. You know what I'm saying? So you can't say, oh, well we're gonna travel to to the Big Ten, all the way to Penn State one weekend. You know what I'm saying? Then the next weekend, you know we got to travel all the way to Arkansas. So it. it some kind of way you have to work out, work out, the, work out the jinks, the kinks, you know what I'm saying, in the, the schedules, you know what I'm saying, to make it work where it's not so hard on the student athletes, you know what I'm saying. But that's one of the big part of, and I think Nick Saban is also because Nick Saban always stated that, you know, he want to open up the schedule. We plan more bigger schools instead of playing the smaller schools, you know what I'm saying? Because I know deep down inside, Nick Saban should know deep down inside, he's not gonna be able to go. 12-0, 13-0 every year. It's impossible. It's impossible for anybody to do that. Year in, year out, to go 12-0, 13-0 every year. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's it kind of open it open it up. You know what I'm saying? If you know, I come in and say, well, I took a loss to a a top three top three school in the ACC. You know what I'm saying? But I won it. I won it the SEC, or I lost another game in SEC, but I lost another game just a top three, top three opponent in the ACC also. So your resume look a little bit better, you know what I'm saying, compared to all oh, I've been, I've been just playing cupcakes, you know what I'm saying, the entire year. You know what I'm saying. I've just been playing, you know, I, you know, the reason I'm 12 and no because I played three cupcakes. You know what I'm saying. And it shouldn't be that. You can, you can load that schedule up with not. I'm not saying three, three bigger schools, but just three schools. You know what I'm saying that match equally. As far as conference wise, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I feel like it, it will work. I feel like it will work. I didn't mean to veer off into I didn't mean I didn't mean to veer off into um the comments with that conversation, you know what I'm saying? But that's just something I just wanted to throw out there, you know what I'm saying? Cause that's how I feel about it. Like I said, I'm not bitching about it because I'm a Bama fan, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm saying because we always on the outside looking in, but I just feel that the college playoff needs to expand, at least to Eight or sixteen teams. You know what I'm saying? I know it's gonna hurt you. I know it's gonna hurt the bowl wise, but you can still use utilize those same sixteen games the first week of the playoff as bowl games. 
Second, the second week, you know, down to 18, you could use the same 18 bowl games. You know what I'm saying? Down to the final four, use the same format, bowl games, where you still utilize the bowl names, and then you you can you can also uh, go with the possibilities of the fact you giving just that for instance, you giving Alabama two extra home games. You know what I'm saying? If you, you know the the the, the higher seeds can get the home games. You know what I'm saying? And they can get the naming rights. They can still have the naming rights of the bowls or the small bowls. You know what I'm saying? So you still produce some money. Sponsors still getting sponsors are still getting their money. Corporations still getting their money. So I mean, it's in my opinion, it's a win-win situation. I know it's a small stepping stone, but then when we got the 14 playoff, I know it's a small stepping stone. But I feel like we can roll with it. You know what I'm saying? If D3 can do it, I don't know if D, I don't know if we out there. I don't know. I, I know D, D2, D2 has a playoff. If they can do it, we can do it. I don't understand why we can't. You know what I'm saying? It would be sweet. In my opinion, I mean, the NFL, we, we are the only only entity you know what i'm saying only league you know what i'm saying outside of you know like even high school have playoffs you know what i'm saying even nfl have playoffs you know what i'm saying on well, i mean playoffs i'm talking about a real playoff i mean this is a fucking 14 playoff i mean I, this this is nothing you know what i'm saying in my opinion you know what i'm saying but um moving forward uh like i said we did take the lsu and they dropped us like number five you know what i'm saying uh, pick it back off what we pick it what i was on earlier then the next weekend, um, we had Mississippi State, and um, man, I have I have been doing what I call the TRT, uh, the Tour Revenge Tour, which ended that day. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the Tour Revenge Tour was just basically just me following tour. You know what I'm saying? Every away game. You know what I'm saying? I was there front of sun. You know because I'm not gonna lie, man. It was uh, this was in my opinion was something historic to me because. We'll never and we'll never see another athlete. In my opinion, it's just my opinion. Like right as of right now, we'll never see another athlete like tour in in a crimson and white uniform. That's just my opinion. You know, so that's how great the guy was. I'm not knocking Jalen. I always say this. I always say this all the time. It's just the fact that Jalen Tour was at Alabama at the same time, at the wrong time. I always say that they was just there at the same time at the wrong time. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, if it was a gap between. Tour and Jalen, you know, it would have been less controversial, you know what I'm saying? Everything would have went out smoothly, everybody would have had what they wanted to have. But this is how this is how the balls roll sometimes. That's how the dice roll sometimes, you know what I'm saying? But back to, you know what I'm saying, like, so I was following tour, you know what I'm saying? I, I would call it a tour revenge tour this year, and I ended it in Mississippi State. And um what happened was uh Jessica couldn't, my wife couldn't go. My wife been been with me. She been there with me on the entire time. You know what I'm saying? Like we was everywhere. We were from the Georgia Dome to um, College Station, Texas to uh, we went to we went to every away game. But we I had opportunity to go to the Iron Bowl. But you know we'll, I get I get I get back to that I get back to that 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 subject uh, in a couple minutes. But before I get to um, that, my wife couldn't go with me. Uh, she had to work. She couldn't get off. So my cousin, uh, my cousin, like a brother, he came down, went to the game with me. And um, short ride, you know, we from Starfield. Starfield like an hour and 20 minutes from Tuscaloosa. So it wasn't a bad drive at all. We got there, we got there late, um, BSing around, you know, but uh, we got there. And uh, we saw the first drive with Tool. I, I, we saw the first drive on the jumbo screen with Tool. Uh, I was like, oh, we rocking. So as always, like I said from last week, my first thing I want to look at, okay, how Tool handled that first hit. The tool got a brace along, the ankle brace along, the tool got a compressor sleeve on. Get out there, 
Tua has nothing on. I'm talking about he bare ass, you know what I'm saying, legs wide. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, whatever they shot Tua with today, they should have shot him with the same shit last week. That's, that's the exact words I said. When I looked at my cousin, I told him that. I said, man, I said, damn, man, Tua looking good, bro. He looking good. I told him he was... Brother, offense firing all cylinders, man. I'm talking about, man. I'm talking about, oh my god. I mean, man, like I was just so excited, man, about Alabama, Alabama offense. Like I'm, I'm saying the whole time, like, man, yeah, yeah, we back, we back, we back. This is it right here. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about tool took hits, hits after hit after hit. He get up, jog off like it's nothing. I'm like, fuck yeah. I'm like, that's that's all that I'm, that, you know, with that situation with tool and ankle. I was paying attention to it, you know what I'm saying, the whole entire time, you know what I'm saying, because that's, that's just what I do, you know what I'm saying, because I just want to see, I just want to make sure, maintain that tour is healthy. And I always, I always say that since tour been there, because tour, my opinion, he really injury prone. So, you know, I have arguments with other people also about this too, you know, like I said, I'm not trying to rear off the subject, but I have people argue, arguments with people about this all the entire time that, you know, people used to complain about Janet coming in and taking tour, but I'm like, no, if that, that's rest tour, I didn't mean necessary because tool is so injury prone. You know what I'm saying? But back to the conversation. Um, we was there. Uh, we getting ready to go into halftime. And uh, we was up like 35 to 7 or some shit like that, man. And I don't really remember. I remember it vaguely. But uh, Tool um, comes back in um, for the last four, potentially the last drive of the half. And Tool takes a snap, rolls out. Two defenders hit him. It took a while for Tua to get up. Um, initially, the first thing I'm, I'm saying, okay, he just had the tight rope procedure. Uh, it's his ankle. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, okay, pick him up. Let's get him back. Let's get him on the sideline. Let's see, you know what I'm saying, what we got. Let's see what we got to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Let, let's, let's get him off. Get him off. We need it for the iron bowl in a couple weeks. We need it for the, the push. If, if, if we went out, we get in the college playoff, you know what I'm saying? We good. Time go by, time go by, tool style on the field. We're like, man, fuck. You know what I'm saying? My uh, my cousin called his brother, asked him, you know, hey, what's going on with tool? You know what I'm saying? He don't know, you know what I'm saying? So we still speculating his ankle. Next thing you know, they bring the car out there. Or the car out they try to stand him up. When they stand him up, it's like he can't put weight on the ankle. So I'm like, boom. It's ankle then, you know what I'm saying? Put him on the car, drive off. Get a phone call. My cousin called, my cousin called my brother. My, my, my cousin brother called him back. He said, man, it's his hip. Dislocated hip, fractured hip. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, man, that, that cheap ass, I mean, that hit didn't look that hard. You know what I'm saying? It didn't look hard at all. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's fucking hip. I'm like, damn. So you know we you know I'm you know doing doing my due diligence trying to get on Facebook, Instagram, uh, all the you know sports media, uh, ESPN, Fox Sports, everybody. You know get that that text, you know that notification that you don't want to get. You know what I'm saying it's possible the tour may be out for the rest of the season. You know and and that right there, that that right there, what killed the uh, tour revenge tour for me. You know what I'm saying I was like you know I, I I'm done with it. You know what I'm saying? I was ready to move on from college football. Like, my college football season ended. Football season ended right there. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, man, I, you know, I hate to sit here and talk to y'all and brag about tour. You know what I'm saying? I don't know about tour, but 
man, Tua is probably the greatest quarterback ever lace him up in the University of Alabama football uniform, hands down. Like, it hasn't been nobody ever that came to impact, you know what I'm saying, the University of Alabama football team the way he has. You know what I'm saying? The second and 26 will forever, forever be one of the greatest moments of my life as a University of Alabama football, football fan. You know what I'm saying? I've been a football fan uh, since uh, whenever my cousin came, uh, Whenever my cousin was playing football, so I guess it was about 99, 2000, back, in my, back when Mike Dubos was at Alabama, uh, right in his last year, because uh, my cousin got there, Dennis Franchoni, uh, was the head coach at the time. So right when Mike Dubos, um, the last, I mean, because I remember this game vividly, I remember this game just like yesterday. I remember the uh, Michigan-Bama game in the Orange Bowl, in the Orange Bowl, and uh, Tom Brady is alive, you know what I'm saying, in the last, and they scored the uh, touchdown the last, last minute. But anyway, long story short, you know, that was just staying there. That's how long I've been a Bama fan. You know what I'm saying? So since then, up until now, toward the greatest quarterback that ever laced him up in the University of Alabama. The one that, um, that I seen in my eyes. You know what I'm saying? Because you look at this, man, Tua potentially can be the f- uh, first round draft pick. He was he was already before the before the tightrope and before the season injury uh season 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 injury, season ending injury to his uh hip. He was potentially the number one quarterback coming off the books. You know what I'm saying? And we hadn't had a quarterback taking in the first round. I may be wrong, but we hadn't had a quarterback taking in the first round since Joe Namath. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think the only two quarterbacks that have ever been taken in the first round was uh, Kenny Stabler and Joe Namath. And I had the fact check. I, had the fact, I don't have my phone on me right now, but I had the fact check Kenny Stabler. I'm not 100% sure on Kenny. Uh, but at the same time, man, I think Joe Namath and Tua will potentially be the only two quarterbacks to ever been Take it in the first round ever in University of Alabama history. Now, in my generation, Tua would be the only would have been the only first uh, would have been the only quarterback that ever been taken in the first round since I've been an Alabama fan. You know what I'm saying? And that's a feat that a lot of people cannot cannot say. You know what I'm saying? As a quarterback at the University of Alabama, because I mean. We build running backs. We build defensive players. You know what I'm saying? Defensive tackles, linebackers, cornerbacks, safety. You know, we start producing wide receivers. We got wide receivers, that, you know, sprinkling out in the NFL here and there. But for a quarterback, that's something that we don't have at the University of Alabama. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's big in my books. You know what I'm saying? My books. I mean, like I said, you two times senior as far as the out the, the the outlook of a University of Alabama football team. Offense, you know what I'm saying, and it all don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. You know, I'm, I'm gonna get credit with credit due. It all started with Lane Kiffin. I just can't imagine, man, the the points <laughs> and the hand raises of of uh, Lane Kiffin and Tua Tagovailoa. You know what I'm saying? Offense, man. That would, I mean, I, oh my God, man, that would have been so amazing. But like I said, get credit with credit due. It started with Lane Kiffin. You know what I'm saying, and that's how we get. That's how we got to where we are now, as far as Alabama defense, Alabama offense being as great as they were these past couple years. You know what I'm saying. It started with Lane Kiffin, and it ended with two attack all over. You know what I'm saying. And I'm not gonna lie, man. I I've been in a dark hole, and I, I know people say, you know, you know, you don't take this shit, sports shit, serious, but. Me personally, sports is like a second religion to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, like, I love University of Alabama football. You know what I'm saying? I love University of Alabama. You know, you know, 
I just been riding with University of Alabama. I'm mean, almost, almost like I always say, I'm a sports fan first. You know what I'm saying? But I am a University of Alabama football fan, and like I say, I, it's just man, it just been so man. It's just it, it, that 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 one right there hurt. It really did, man. It hurt, man. You know, even if we didn't go to the playoff or, or whatever the case may be, it just hurt me to see Tua go down the way he went down, man. And to say that I was there and I witnessed that shit, man, that it hurt even more. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not gonna lie to y'all, man. That hurt bad. You know what I'm saying? Like I was mad. You know what I'm saying? I was real deal mad and sad at the same time, man. Like I was down. Like like sports wise, mentally wise, you know, I was down because of that. Cause you know. Tua a good dude, man. You know what I'm saying? Just you no, know, just just looking from the outside in. Tua seemed like it was a good dude. Like looking at the uh, watching the uh, ESPN special they did last year, just seeing the, the relationship him and Jalen had. You know, he don't seem like he's cocky. You know what I'm saying? Anything like that. You know what I'm saying? He just seemed like a good dude, man. I just hate something like that to happen to a guy, a good dude of his caliber. You know what I'm saying? I just hate that, man. You know what I'm saying? But. You know, the football girls went on the outside, man. And it kind of make you question, it kind of make you question, like, right now. Like, this the, and I will say this, this is the best quarterback Nick Saban has ever had. Since he's been a coach. I, I would I would say that, and I mean that. That's the best, this is the best quarterback Nick Saban ever had. And for, just think about it, man. For Saban to say that he can only produce one championship out of that. How do you look at Nick Saban? Like seriously though, you know what I'm saying? You know, and you have you you and, and, and I, I don't I don't I'm, I'm not criticizing Nick Saban. I have criticized Nick Saban because you know I, I mainly be criticizing Nick Saban because Nick Saban is a DB coach, and sometimes I feel like we have some of the worst set of DBs ever. If you understand where I'm coming from, and we got a couple of DBs in the league now, but we had studs. You know, we got, we had studs that were playing back then. You know, my thing is, why can't we produce them same DBs that we that we've been producing, like a Ha Ha Clinton Dix, a Mika Pithbatcher, um, Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Um, the list goes on, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, Le uh, Levi Wallace. You know what I'm saying? You know, Harvey. Even though Harvey got the boat, the, the back end the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, why we can't produce them same DBs, man? You know what I'm saying? But. I put some of the blame on Saban because at the same time, Saban is a defensive guru. So if you're a defensive guru, the defense, that's your defense. That Saban is your defense you're feeling. You did not, I repeat, you did not assist Tour at all. The boys cannot, and when, we, when they got to a big matchup, man, you cannot, that defense cannot get a stop, man. And that shit started with Clemson, man. It started with Clemson. Jalen come down, score your game winning, game winning drive. Defense come down there and fold. Nick Saban, that's on you, bruh. That's on you, man. You know what I'm saying? You run the defense. This is your defense. At the end of the day, you can say, you can have whatever coordinator you want to have on the sideline, bro. But at the end of the day, bro, that's all on you, dawg. That's on you, Saban. You know what I'm saying? So you didn't get to a fair shot. You know what I'm saying? You had all these mediocre quarterbacks that came through since you've been at Bama. And all them, all them quarterbacks had great defense. But you had a great quarterback. Uh, uh. He probably would have went down as a top five quarterback of all time. You know what I'm saying? He probably could have, you know. But you did it wrong, man, by not feeling a great defense. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I you know, I'm like I said, I'm not criticizing, but but you know, 
Save you can get the two, man. You know, nobody nobody is never too big. No, nobody's never too big to not be criticized. I'm not criticized if I'm doing something wrong for if I'm at if I'm at my job and I'm not performing the way I'm performing, criticize me. Tell me what I need to do right. You know, tell me what I'm doing wrong so I can fix, so I can correct it. You know what I'm saying? And um Man, like I said, that's why I named the show Dark Days, man. Cause it's been dark days since that since since tour went down, since the Golden Thirteen went down, the Golden Child went down, man. The Hawaiian Fruit Punch went down, man. Like that shit hurt me, man. I don't know. I tell y'all, man, that shit hurt me, bro. Like for real. You know what I'm saying? And, you know that's where we at to now. You know we got to ride down here to Auburn with Big Mac Jones. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know how it's gonna turn out. You know what I'm saying? Nobody don't. Nobody knows how it's gonna turn out. You know what I'm saying? Mac Jones, you know. I don't know, man. Then we, we, we burnt to live to live We We burnt his red shirt. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we're going to Lil Tour. You know, Lil Tour ain't, ain't Tour. You know what I'm saying? You know, I don't know, man. I don't know, bro. It's just, you know, it's 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 crazy, man. It's crazy to see how did we get to this point that we at right now. You know what I'm saying? With Mac Jones going to join hair today. You know what I'm saying? You know. And I had tickets to the game. And I got rid of them. You know what I'm saying? Because every time I, I think I, I've only seen, I haven't seen a victory that when Bama, I'd have been to join her twice. I'd have been to join her twice. Because I, I was at Kick Six and I was at the Nick Marshall game. Me and Just was at the Nick Marshall game. And uh, I hadn't seen, seen a W down there. And, I, and, I, and, I, and to be honest, I don't want to go down there unless I'm seeing a W. You know what I'm saying? That's just being real. You know what I'm saying? I have seen two L's down there. So every time I go down there, I've seen two L's. You know, I don't want to be a third. It don't need to be a third one. I, I, I can I can I can live that on my conscience. Make one out seeing a third L from from arm. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, we would have had to help the tour. You know. I think I think we could have exposed the arm and defense. Now arm defense is. The, in my opinion, no more defense. Everybody say, you know, they got they got witnesses on their defense, but top to bottom, I think they have no more defense in the, in the SEC right now. You know what I'm saying? Georgia got a stifling defense also, you know what I'm saying? But Auburn up there. Kevin still got the boys, got the boys gunning on all cylinders right now. You know what I'm saying? So I really don't have a prediction for the game today, you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't know what's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? You got a young, true freshman Bo Nicks from Pennsylvania Valley. Then you got Big Mac Jones from Jacksonville, Florida. Like I said, I mean, I'm just gonna be honest. I don't know what's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? You know, I saw him play last week in West Carolina, and I saw him make throws that uh, against an elite SEC defense would easily be picked off. You know what I'm saying? I seen Judy out there running uninspired. You know what I'm saying? Balls who would have win it got if Tua was out there. But at the same time, I'm not gonna knock. I'm not gonna knock that because Judy has been playing uninspired ball. For a while now, you know what I'm saying. I don't know if anybody else will pick that up, but Jerry Judy has been playing uninspired football for a while. I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know if he's mad that he's not getting as many touches as he should. You know what I'm saying? But he has been playing uninspired football for a while now. I don't know if anybody's picking it up or not, but it's just been, I've, I've been seeing nothing but bad vibes from Jerry Judy, and he still may go top ten. But I'm just saying, I've been seeing nothing but bad vibes from Jerry Judy. You know what I'm saying? It's starting to piss me off. You know what I'm saying? And um. But I, like I said, I don't know what I don't know what's gonna happen today. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I just hope they just go out there and, and don't. My thing is don't don't go out there and get embarrassed. Go out there and just 
Keep the game manageable, you know what I'm saying? Keep it within seven, three. That's the only thing you can do. You know what I'm saying? Anything I you know, anything above that, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's just totally, you know, unacceptable in my in my books. You know, we take a L, you know, three point loss, seven point loss, ten point loss. I'm cool with anything else above that, you know, it's 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 embarrassing. You know what I'm saying? It's embarrassing, you know what I'm saying? So you know, like I said, you know, episode 47, you know what I'm saying, dark days, you know what I'm saying, that's that's what I got for y'all today, man. Uh, let's end it like this, like I always do, shout out to our sponsors, Godfather Barber, God, Godfather Barbers in uh, Bellsville, Alabama. Uh, we have uh, TD Ward Designs, now located in Huntsville, Alabama. We have Adjusting Your Crown Consulting Services, uh, they're in Washington, D.C. right now. Then we have uh, Roger Muffin Shop. Uh, need anything done done to your car exhaust wise? You know we got them in Newport, Alabama, as always. And um, you know like this, man. Uh, like I always do. Uh, R.I.P. to my to my baby boy. You know, long little Trey. I love you, son. I think about you every day. You know what I'm saying? Uh, rest in peace to Cupcake. Uh, it's wrong wrong how they did you, uh, baby girl. Hope they give you some type of justice. Uh, like I said, I don't know what's going on with the world these days, man. It's like they targeting little girls. And women, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what the fuck going on, but man, it's just crazy. It's, like I said, it's, it's it's so crazy out here. That's why I said, man, I wanted to say what I said today. And like I said, I didn't want to spoil the news, but I just want to give some type of some type of joy and somebody like man, you know what I'm saying? I don't know who need to hear or who or who listening to this, but I just want to have. It's just so much stuff negative going on in the world. That's why I said what I said with uh, little AJ. Like I said, AJ, I'm glad you're here with us, man. I'm glad you're still here, man, because uh. Man, boy, I'm glad you're here, man. That that would have killed me, man. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Boy, uh, boy, I'm glad you're home, man. Like I said, man. Uh, shout out to everybody that's been with us, man. We appreciate you, man. Uh, Trent Jones, boy, the seat still seat, seat, seat still over here, boy. It ain't cold yet. It's still hot, boy. Waiting on you now. Come get some of this fire. Alright, y'all, we out. You know what I'm saying? Like I always do. Black belt over everything. And nobody looking out for us. We have to look out for each other. Alright, y'all, we out. Peace.